another episode of Foul Mouthed and Stereotyped with me, your host, the stereotype with the most, Wild Fra. Today we're going to be talking about a lot of things. We're going to be playing a little bit of catch up. My bad. I didn't put out the podcast sooner. What can I say, huh? I'm a piece of shit. But today we're going to be talking about people who feel the need to shoehorn their relationship status into a normal conversation. You know the type. You never asked, but they're more than happy to tell. Plus, people who clout chase and fish for birthday wishes on the gram, as well as the follow-up to the Nick Giannopoulos saga, he appeared on A Current Affair. And then we're going to be talking hip-hop news. And in hip-hop news, we're going to be covering a few subjects, a few topics. We're going to be covering Jay-Z reuniting with Spotify, the game's recent album Born to Rap, Snoop Dogg's lullaby album for the kids, as well as the whole Eminem-Nick Cannon beef. So be sure to stick around here with me, Wildfra, on Foulmouthed and Stereotyped. I know, I know what you're thinking. Hey, Wildfra, you dropped that first podcast. You leave us hanging on for more and what do you do? You fuck off for so long. Now you finally come back? Yeah, that's right, I'm back. I'm back and stereotyped than ever and I gotta say, I'm sorry. I know, I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball and it's only fucking episode two. What the fuck's going on? Huh? My bad. I apologize. I would say I'll do better, but let's be real. Let's keep it honest. I'm not going to lie to my MVP, my most valuable Paisani. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to treat you like a bunch of idiots. You know better than that. I know better than that. But I'll try and keep them a little bit more regular. But, you know, think of holding your breath, huh? Okay, before we go any further, let me just take a moment light up my cigar, get myself situated, and then we can get back into the podcast. Mm -mm, Feel the burn. Okay, so I got my coffee here, I got my kinoto, now of course I got my cigar. Now I am perfectly situated for us to get straight into it. Now I'd like to kick the podcast off with a new segment I like to call That Really Burns My Costagne, which is a segment that I talk and vent and some might even say rant about things that I find annoying. And it may be something worthy getting annoyed about or it might be something ridiculously trivial, so you might agree with me or you might not. Let's find out and let's roll the intro. Oh, oh, that, that really, really burns, burns my Costagne. That really burns my castanha. The first thing I want to talk about are those people who feel the need to mention their relationship status at every single junction of a conversation that had nothing to do with what they want to talk about. You didn't want to hear it. They want to say it. They wanted to be sure that you knew that they're in a relationship. It doesn't change my opinion of you whether you're in a relationship or not. If you're a good person, you're a good person. But if I think you're a fucking stronzo or a stronza, that's what you are. But it's got nothing to do with whether you're in a relationship or not. So anyway, let me break it down. My friend Michael and I, we were doing some Christmas shopping. Well, he was doing Christmas shopping. Me, fuck it. I haven't even started. And what, Christmas is like how many days away? To all my family and friends and stuff like that that are listening, I ain't bought you shit yet. I mean, come on. Do you really expect me to... I'll leave everything to the last minute. I haven't changed since high school. Assignment due, shit. I'm doing it the night before. He had a, uh, what do you call it, click and collect? That's what he had. So we went to Zing. So we went there. The girl behind the counter is, there's two people behind the counter and the line's like out the door. Everyone's doing their shopping. So we finally get to the counter and the the girl's like, oh, can I get your name? Can I get your number? 
So he gives his mobile number to as a form of ID to show that that's who he is. I swear to Christ, right? Hand to God. That soon as he gave the last digit of his number, she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. He wasn't trying to pick you up. We're not here playing perfect match. That's not what's going on here. He's, you asked for the number for ID. He gave you the number. Now all of a sudden you want to talk about your private life. Like no one cares. You're holding up the line because she kept on mentioning, oh, my boyfriend this, my boyfriend that. But maybe if you could hurry up and get the package from behind the counter and hand it over because I'm starving. I want to go to Pretzel World, go get myself a pepperoni pretzel, maybe a cake. Hell, might even treat myself and get a vanilla cake. <laughs> but she wants to talk about her relationship status. The whole day, that just threw me off for the rest of the day when we were hanging out. I'm like, bro, I can't believe that. Like, neither one of us asked. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Like, that, I can't stress enough how much that annoyed me. For real, bro. I swear. Anyway, the second thing that really burns my castanha... Are those people on social media who need to give you the countdown to their birthday? And it's never like, oh, 24 hours till my birthday. Nah. Oh, it's my birthday next month. It's my birthday in a week. It's my birthday in a couple of days. It's my birthday in a couple of hours. Couple of minutes till my birthday. If it's not a milestone, shut the fuck up. Seriously. I've been seeing it a lot on the gram lately, bro. For real, for real. It's like, oh, it's my birthday. Wish me happy birthday. If you gotta tell someone to wish you happy birthday, I'm pretty sure they're well aware it's your birthday and they just don't give a fuck. Man, you know how many people forget my birthday? Fucking everybody forgets my birthday. I'm not really the type to be like, hey, it's my birthday, wish me happy birthday. And then you look like an asshole because they put it on their stories and they know that you've seen it and you still haven't wished them happy birthday. Like it's a trap. It's a birthday wish trap. It's like a thirst trapper for birthday wishes. And then when one of their friends wishes them happy birthday and they put it on their story and they share it on their story and they start sharing all these other people who wish them happy birthday and you just keep looking like an asshole because you haven't wished them happy birthday yet. It just seems a little, a little too much when someone goes above and beyond for these birthday wishes. Like, I don't know. It's just birthday wishes. Everybody wants to be wished happy birthday. I get it. I understand. I do myself. But if people don't do it, they don't do it. But that is all I've got for right now. And that burns Michael Stanya. Okay, enough of that. Let's Kim, K-I-M, keep it moving on the Foul Mouth and Stereotype podcast. We're going to be talking about Nick Giannopoulos and a bit of a follow-up with the whole him trademarking the word wog and banning other comedians from using it and all that kind of stuff. So a bit of a recap for you, for those of you that don't know what's going on and you missed the first podcast, Nick Giannopoulos has trademarked the word WOG. And for those of you that don't know, WOG is a racial slur. Uh, it applies to a few different ethnic backgrounds, um, particularly Italian and Greek. Uh, Nick Giannopoulos, of course, being Greek. But he has gone after a lot of ethnic comedians who are using the word in their titles of their shows as well as like within their comedy saying, hey, sending out cease and desist letters saying, you can't use that word, I own the word. So he goes on a current affair and he's going firing shots at other comedians, ethnic comedians, for using the word, saying that they're piggybacking off his success of the word. Bro, you ain't done shit for years, man. Like, for real, bro. Nothing original. Anyway, I've already covered my, my thoughts on that in episode one of Foul Mouth and Stereotyped. 
And the reporter is asking all these questions to Nick saying, what, what do you got to say to the people who claim that you're being a bully within the ethnic comedy community, saying that they can't use the word wog in their show names, their titles, their parodies, even their comedy in general. And Nick, oh my God, geez, this guy fucking danced around the question. Man, you just watch him, he thinks he's all funny. Oh, when they told me that I was going to be interviewed by Martin King, I knew if I didn't come on the show, he'd be outside my house following me down the street, blah, blah. Bro, you're not even funny. Seriously, if that's based on what people think he's funny on, and that's like the humor that they expect from him, Jesus Christ, stick a fork in him, he's done. So they don't just interview Nick, they interview the people who he's sent letters to with cease and desist letters telling them to take out the word wog in their title and stop using the word in their shows, as well as people who just changed it on their own accord because they were worried that they'd be sued by Nick. They speak articulately much better than I'm doing right now, of course, but they speak their piece saying, you know, how can you trademark such a word? And that word sort of belongs to everyone. You didn't create the word, is what they're saying. How are you going to trademark it? But Nick, he answers nothing. He just dances around every single question, gives no insight to what he's really thinking, and he just, the only thing that he really touches on is how he says in the 90s, a judge granted him the trademark. And that's pretty much it. So at this point, nothing's really been coming more out of his camp about it. But a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork now saying, for years, he's been trying these tactics, sending out letters, trying to suppress them from using the word, acting like he can be the only one that he invented the word essentially, and that he was the one who invented the genre. Don't get me wrong, he was the, you know, one of the big ones to be doing it. But comedy's comedy. You're going to tell me, you're trying to tell everyone, Nick, that you came up with all this? That you invented the word? Fuck up out of here, man. I don't know. For someone who's like an idol to so many in the ethnic community, it's just a shame that the same person who probably got them into the wanting to do Ethnic comedy is the same one who's trying to backhand them and keep them down. Crab in a bucket mentality is essentially what's going on right now. But the interview, it was an interesting interview because everyone's talking about how they've received letters or that they just want to come to a peace agreement, I guess, essentially, and just everyone be able to use the word. And I just thought it was very interesting how Nick had this platform to answer these questions, tackle the issue head on. But instead, he tap dances around the questions, fucking Zorba dances around it. Because, you know, he's the wog boy. He's the only one doing the comedy. Only he can do it. Only you can do it, can't you, Nick? Anyway, just wanted to keep you in the loop. Keep you updated on the whole saga. War of the Wogs, what's going on, bro? But moving on, keeping it moving, let's get into some hip-hop news. I don't know if you know, but I love hip-hop. I don't know if you knew it, but you know it now. Hip-hop, I love it, can't get enough of it, and so much has been going on in the hip-hop community right now. Jay-Z has just reunited with Spotify in celebration of his 50th birthday. I don't know if you knew it, but before, you couldn't stream a Jay-Z track off Spotify. He took everything off, he went exclusively to Tidal. Yeah, How'd that work out for you, Jay? Did you really think Tidal was going to beat Spotify and Apple Music? I don't know. But I'm glad that he's back, so now I can get some of the tracks on my playlist, get it back in rotation. So happy birthday to Hove 
<laughs> Your boy Jay-Z. Anyway, oh, shit. But anyway, happy birthday to them. Oh, it's been now. It's been and gone. I bet Jay-Z doesn't go on his Instagram. He doesn't even have Instagram. But you know if he did, he wouldn't be like the one going, it's my birthday and counting down. That ain't Hove style. In other hip-hop news, The Game has released his latest album called Born to Rap, which has been reported to be his last album. And I gotta say, if this is his last album, man, I'm pretty disappointed. I'm just keeping it all the way 100. For something that's supposed to be his last album, like there's some good tracks, there's a lot of good tracks. It is a good album, but I was just expecting, you know, documentary, Doctor's Advocate, that kind of game that we've become accustomed to. Some people have gone as far as saying that he's culture vulturing off the whole Nipsey Hussle wave. Which I'm not too sure about, I don't know if I'd go that far, but there's definitely a softer sort of feel to the whole album, to the game that we're used to, but the tracks still bump. But that's just me, maybe you'll like it, but definitely check it out and see what you guys think. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on my Instagram page, instagram.com slash wildfra, Y-L-D-F-R-A, and let me know if I'm right, if I'm wrong, your takes on the whole album. But in other hip-hop news... Snoop Dogg, the D-O-double-G, is releasing lullaby albums. Yeah. Never thought I'd be saying that. Did you think the guy who was on a murder trial, murder was the case and they blamed him? Did you think he would be singing lullabies to your kids? I don't actually know if he's going to be singing, but I know that the music is sort of done more in a lullaby sort of melody of his hits. I'm actually pretty keen to hear it. Bring up the kids on some of that old school hip hop. I'm all for it. I'm an advocate for it. I'm going to get an album myself. I don't know if they're out yet, but that there's talks of it happening at this point. But really keen to check it out. It's just such an interesting concept. Hey, how are you going to say you like hip hop and you aren't going to mention Snoop Dogg? You ain't got love for Snoop Dogg? I ain't got no love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Now, let's get into the beef between Eminem and Nick Cannon. What the hell is going on? I'm not too sure what the fuck Cannon is thinking going at Eminem. Did he not see what happened to Machine Gun Kelly when he went at Eminem? You don't want that smoke. I don't know what you're thinking. You want to try and prove something. Hey, why don't you try and prove that you're a rapper? You're on Wildin' Out, goofing off. People only know you for three things. Being on Wildin' Out, Drumline, and Mariah Carey. You already tried going at M last time with that beef, and then M killed you with the warning. And you want to come back for more? So for those who don't know, ages ago, there was beef with Eminem, Mariah Carey, and Nick Cannon. Mariah Carey was saying that M was a stalker and that he was obsessed with her. And then, of course, M releases a few tracks, and one of them being The Warning, where he's saying that he'll release all her voicemails that she left him, with one of the lines in the song being, if I'm embarrassing me, I'm embarrassing you. So, Nick, what are you thinking going against the guy? He doesn't care if he makes himself look like an asshole and an idiot, as long as he destroys his opponent. Did you not learn anything from the album you just recently dropped, Kamikaze? I'm a little bit confused with how it it reignited. I'm not sure if a diss at M went, came out first or if M released the diss first, but this is pretty much how the timeline goes. So on Fat Joe's new track, Lord Above, featuring M, 
Eminem decides to rehash the old beef that him and Cannon had. So he says a few lines about Nick, and then Nick responds with a song, The Invitation. Now, it's not just Nick going at Eminem. He's got his and Out crew, because we all know Nick can't rap, and he needs as much support as he can possibly get. Eminem doesn't respond. Eminem's like, why am I going to waste my time? Then... Obi Trice gets involved, and he does a diss at Nick. On behalf of Eminem, he just goes to war. At this point, still no respond from M. So Nick Cannon and the Wild and Our crew release a second diss, Pray For Him. Now with this one in particular, I feel like the lines, if you just took out Eminem's name, it could be about anyone. It just seemed like they were really just shooting in the dark, hoping to hit something. Nothing really seemed to be that personally aimed. Like the little few things here and there, but nothing that went for the jugular. At the time of this recording, a third diss against Eminem from Nick Cannon has come out called The Invitation is Cancelled or The Invitation Cancelled. I haven't heard it yet, so I'll be keen to see what he comes out with this one. I don't know if it's going to be him by himself or he's going to have the Wild and Out crew with him again because that's what he seems to be needing. He says a few lines, then all of a sudden he lets everyone else go to work on his behalf and then goes at M saying you haven't responded yet. But what's that saying? What's that old saying? Never interrupt an enemy when they're making a mistake. And the consensus is that M is thinking that Nick is making a mistake going at him because he's obviously learned nothing from the history of the battles against M. And I'm not like a crazy Eminem fan. I gotta be honest with you. I just find the beef interesting. Like, why would you go at someone who is notorious for ripping and shredding other MCs? But I'm pretty keen to hear this new diss from Nick because in before this diss, actually going back a bit, just before this uh, third diss from Nick, someone who sounds like M released a diss track or a response, if you will, to Nick Cannon, and that's that's a fan doing it. The track's called Cannons for Cannon or Cannons for Nick. I've seen it under two different titles, but this guy's cadence sounds exactly like Eminem. It's clearly not Eminem, but he sounds as close to M as you could get. And even his rhyming pattern, the flows, the words he uses, rhyming scheme, the cadence and everything is Eminem. So definitely check it out. And if this is what we're getting from someone who isn't Eminem, Minaj, imagine what you're gonna get from Eminem. It's definitely something to keep an eye on if you're into hip hop, if you're into the beef of hip hop, and just to see what happens next. But yeah, Nick has just released a new track, The Invitation Cancelled. And like I said, I haven't heard it yet, but it'll be interesting to see what Nick Cannon says in it and if Eminem responds, if he responds and what he does as a response. Be very interesting because he's replied on Twitter to one of the disses, and that tweet got more likes than the first two disses from Canon combined. So that that says something. I don't know. Maybe it just says that there's more Eminem fans on Twitter than there are Canon fans on YouTube. Who knows? I think that's a good place to wrap up this hip hop segment with the whole Nick Cannon and Eminem beef. But it'll be just interesting to see what happens next. So I think this is a good a place than any to wrap up the podcast. Thank you for joining me again on Foul Mouthed and Stereotype for episode two. I'll try and be a little bit more consistent with it, but I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to get your hopes up. But, you know, who knows? I'm full of surprises like that. But Christmas is right around the corner, and I wish you all a very happy Merry Christmas. I hope you all get an abundance of panettone. I personally love 
panettone. I know that's a bit of a joke in the Italian community. We call it the Italian boomerang because you get it from one family member and then that person passes it on to someone else, sort of re-gifts it, and then eventually it comes back around. But not with me. You give me a panettone, I'm eating that whole damn thing. I'm breaking it up and I'm dunking it in my coffee. I don't care if that's what other people do. That's what I'm doing. That's how I treat my panettone. Love it. So if you ever stuck for a gift for Christmas and what to get me, get me a panettone. Either the one with the chocolate chips or the sultanas. I'm not picky. As long as it's good. As long as it's fresh. I don't want that stale shit. It's like a giant fucking paperweight otherwise. Forget about it. But that's what you can get me if you wanted to get me a little something something. So I wish you all a very happy Merry Christmas. And I'll be talking to you guys real soon. I say that now, but... Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Thanks for sticking around, guys. As always, I'm Wildfra, and this has been Foul Mouth and Stereotyped.